Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dream Leapers Inspiration. I'm your host, Harriet Cole. Honored to have you with me today, live in this moment or on demand whenever you choose to tune in. That is the beauty of technology. We get to be together as we can, and I'm so grateful for this opportunity for us to gather wherever we are and fellowship, you know, share our feelings, share our hopes and dreams, our challenges. I find that when I surround myself with people who are uplifting, who choose, make the conscious choice to support one another, then it, it feels almost like a buoy, you know, that that the that you don't sink in the water. Instead, you're able to stay up and stay capable of making the next move, of taking the next step. And it's interesting, as we begin the year, this is the beginning of a new year, so many of us have had high hopes for what we are going to do, what commitments we're going to make, what choices will be different this year from last year and previous years. You know, those dreaded New Year's resolutions that I say dreaded because too often we say we're going to do something, but there's this trepidation in there that I say it, but I already don't know if I'm going to be able to fulfill it. We talked about that last week. This week, it's just a few days into the new year just you know, not that long in, and yet I've been checking in with people and I know that for some people there are already disappointments. Well, I said I was gonna do this and I haven't done that thing that I promised myself I was going to do. Oh, I already haven't done it. Why even keep trying? Giving up, even at the beginning, because for some reason you said, I'm going to do this thing, and you haven't done it at all or consistently. Is that true for you? Is there anything on your list? You had it on that list. You put it on the list to begin your year, and you haven't gotten to it yet. Is there anything on your list that you have attempted already, and it hasn't worked out? So it feels like the balloon got deflated. Uh, I made the effort and not going exactly as I want. Has that happened for you? I have so many things on my list. I make a list every day. You all know this. I write it down. I write a list in categories. I, the, the list includes personal things, home things, family, health. And then there are like 10 categories within work because I work on different projects. You know, I have my own company. We work on different things. They're, they're to ensure that everything gets addressed. I make the effort to compartmentalize each topic so that, okay, I'm working on this, check it off. I'm working on this, check it off. So the list is long. Is your list long? Let me tell you something. When you have a long list, you have to keep tending to that list and acknowledging, am I doing the things I promised myself I was going to do? Have I figured out how to do the things that I promised myself I was going to do? And if not, what steps need to be taken in order to get 
even to the point of being able to fulfill that duty, that responsibility, that commitment. And today we're talking about this notion of not giving up. Whatever is going on, don't give up. Don't go, oh, I didn't do it. I didn't do well enough. So let me just wipe that off the list and keep moving because it's not worth it. Don't do that. You've heard that if at first you don't don't succeed, try, try again. That is real. Most things don't happen instantaneously. Most things don't reach a successful end the first time. And that doesn't mean you're a failure. That means you're human. That means more effort needs to be taken. That means there may be all kinds of impediments in the way that don't really have anything to do with you. It's just part of life that something is in front of you and you've got to get around it, buy it, fix it. You can't just plow right through because there's something there. And so this notion of not giving up at this time of year, I thought was really important for us to explore because it's the beginning. At the time of beginnings, we think, oh, this is a time where I've got a whole bunch of energy. I'm just starting out. The, the year has begun. I'm starting anew. I have a fresh attitude. I have faith in myself that these things that I, I have told myself are important are, and that I will invoke the energy to work on those things. Yes. Have you said that to yourself? Yes. And knowing that you have said those things to yourself, what happens at the first sign of, uh, it didn't work out so well? Uh, you tripped. Uh, you know, what, what are you going to do next? Something got in the way. I'm going to give you an example for myself that a, a very concrete physical example. So right before Thanksgiving, and I've not talked about this on a broadcast before, right before Thanksgiving, I tripped and fell and ripped my hamstring off the bone. I know. I can say it out loud now without total cringing, but it was extremely painful. I fell down. I couldn't get back up. It is now two months later, and I have had surgery. I have gone two rounds of I can't walk. I need devices. I'm almost at the point where I will, I'm using a cane now instead of being reclined in the bed and then two crutches and just pain, pain, pain. I haven't talked about it. I've dealt with it. It shut all kinds of things down. I was supposed to go to Florida with my husband to visit his family. The next day, I could not go. I had a list of activities that I was supposed to participate in. I did a few, and then I couldn't do any because I was in the bed recuperating. I wasn't able to be as attentive to some of the work responsibilities and goals that I had set for myself because I was literally in pain and healing and 
during times like that, you have to listen to your body. You can't just do whatever you want. You have to pause and heal and rejuvenate, restore, and it takes time. Well, I'm not accustomed to pausing in that way. I do the meditative pause like we do here together. But in terms of having to step off and really uh, stop the, the, the rhythm that has been my rhythm for so long, which is really fast, in order to heal was not something I expected. And the pause was not just physical, but it was mental too. The body was healing and I needed to be still. And there are plenty of times during this period where I was like, oh my God, this is too hard. This is too hard. All these goals I have, how am I going to be able to manifest them? How am I going to be able to do the work if I don't have the energy or physical capability, mental capability? And I started worrying that these things that are on my list are not going to be able to be accomplished, certainly not in the time that I had set for them. And then I've really paused. I said, wait a minute. I am so lucky. This is hard. Yes, I had surgery. Difficult. And God willing, this is something in which I can completely heal. I have friends who are suffering from diseases and, and catastrophic things happening to them. And we don't know whether they're going to permanently heal. The jury's out. We don't know about me either, but the likelihood is I'll be fairly well healed really soon. And so, wait a minute. Like my mother says, count your blessings, girl. This is taking time and you will heal. And then, okay, what about the thousand goals that are on my list that I have not been able to address every one of them? Okay, it's all right. I don't have to give up on them. I may have to reprioritize, which I've had to do, put some things before other things, decide what is essential and what can happen later. You know, when you make a list, it's supposed to remain fluid. You have these things that you want to do, have told yourself you're going to do, but you may not be able to do it exactly the way that you said because something gets in the way. And so let's look at the quote for today, which is from Nelson Mandela, a man who I admire so much. He was a freedom fighter. He spent 27 years in prison and never gave up. But he says, do not judge me by my successes. Judge me by how many times I fell down and got back up again. Think about that. Do not judge me by, by my successes. In the world in which we live today, it's all about success. Oh, she accomplished this. He accomplished that. This person is so incredible. Look at the accolades that came. We're in award season. The accolades that come when, when your peers say that you're incredible. Nelson Mandela says, don't judge me by that. Don't judge me by my successes. Judge me by how many times I fell down and got back up again. Think about that for yourself. You know, we, we live in a culture that celebrates excellence. I certainly grew up 
in a household, my father said excellence was the only option. We live in, in a world that says excellence and achievement are to be heralded. And I'm taking nothing away from that. But Nelson Mandela said, don't judge him based upon those successes. Judge him based upon how many times he fell down and got back up again. So think about your own life. Have you fallen down since January 1st? Now for me, what I just described to you, it was not January 1st, but I literally fell down. I fell down and I couldn't get up without help and have been on a journey of healing ever since. Sometimes, and if you're honest with yourself, I bet this has happened to you too. Sometimes a physical halting, stopping happens in order to get you to wake up and reassess what's going on in your life. Boom, knocked down. That's what happened to me. Got knocked down. Okay, all right, I'm going to slow down. And now what? And I had to reassess what is the order in which I need to work on things. How can I take care of my life differently? Because I had no choice. Has that happened to you? Where something significant happens, sometimes catastrophic, sometimes to you, sometimes to people in your world and you know that you're connected to, and you have to address that. It it you know, accidents happen. Crises happen and they never happen at a good time. There have been so many deaths in my sphere, uh, you know, friends, family, neighbors, coworkers, in just the past couple of weeks. Death is never convenient. Somebody you love dies and you have your schedule, you have your way of whatever you have to do. And then somebody you love is gone. And then you're like, oh my goodness. What do I do? Well, A, you attend to the emergency in front of you and you don't give up. You don't give up on the love that brings you to that tender moment and you don't give up on yourself and whatever you have to do for your life. You don't give up. I say it, I've said this before about not giving up. I'm telling myself, don't give up. Sometimes you just feel like crawling under the covers. I had one of my dearest friends used to do that. She would crawl under the covers. She would say to me, I'm taking to my bed. I'm upset. This is not going well. I can't handle it. She would hide under her covers, sometimes for days. And I was like, mm, I don't think that's a good idea. That's I don't recommend that. Come on. I would try to coax her out. And this was her way of dealing. And I'm going to say to you, I don't recommend it. It was giving up. There was a woman. Yeah, Karen says, sometimes it's a chronic illness that makes you reassess far more than expected. Indeed, a chronic illness, an illness of a loved one, you know, caregiving. I have a very close friend who just told me her mom is suffering from dementia and it's a quick downhill that's been happening right now. And they don't live in the same state. And she's trying to help from a distance. And it, while there were little signs, you know, sometimes these illnesses accelerate in the moment quickly. And this is what's happened for her. And so it's kind of a shock and a, ooh, 
I have my life, I have my family, I have my work. Now I have this crisis with my mom. And so she's finding herself figuring out how to take care of herself, how to take care of her mom, how to deal with her life. There's a lot of stumbling that goes along with that, which is I'm sure what you're talking about, Karen. Things happen. The stumbling blocks come. Accidents happen. Crises happen. Sometimes victories happen for some of us and not others of us, and that's hard to deal with as well. Change is difficult. But Nelson Mandela said, you know, don't judge me on my successes. What he said, don't judge me on my successes. Instead of that, you know, acknowledge me based upon how I have fallen down and how I'm going to get up. Let's look at his exact quote so that we, so we get it right. Nelson Mandela said, where's that quote? That one. Let me pull it. Nelson Mandela said, do not judge me by my successes. Judge me by how many times I fell down and got back up again. Let me read that again. Do not judge me by my successes. Judge me by how many times I fell down and got back up again. How many times have you fallen down? If you tell yourself the truth since the new year started and we're just a few days in, how many times have you fallen? How many times have you not completed something that you promised yourself you were going to do? Or you promised your boss or your family member? How many times have you not completed something that was important, even if it was small, that you promised you were going to do? And how do you feel about that? And this is the part that's really important because... When we don't fulfill commitments, it hurts on the inside. We do, People don't feel good about not honoring their word, about saying they're going to do something and not doing it, about forgetting a responsibility, about just being incapable of completing something that they promised that they were going to complete. We don't feel good about that. And so what happens is when... We make a commitment and are unable to do it. That is a kind of falling down. And we feel it. We cringe. Sometimes we pull that proverbial cover over our heads. Sometimes we do something else that's a distraction. Like in school, we put the biggest project, the most difficult project on the back burner because, oh, it's hard. Let me do all the easy stuff first. And that big thing keeps looming. When are you going to address the big thing? Don't say, oh, well, I did all these things. Well, doesn't matter if I didn't do that. It's not that big of a deal. It is to you, and I bet you, but, oh, I'll say, put it this way. For me, at times like that, I realize mm, I wake up in the middle of the night. I have those lists. I wake up in the night and go, oh, did I do that? Oh, I didn't do that. This is why I think it's good to have the pen and pad next to you so that what you can do is check it off that you did it, write it down that you need to do it, create a little victory for yourself by having a small task 
breaking whatever the big task is into small tasks, writing it down, checking it off. It makes a huge difference. I promise you. When you can claim a small victory because maybe there's something that didn't go well, but then there's something that did. You feel better about yourself. You literally can sleep better at night. I'm telling you. When you can say, oh, I finally checked that off. My list, every single day, including the weekend, I make them because I want victories every day. I also want accountability every day. So it's not just about the victory. It's did you tell yourself what you're going to do and then do it? Ah, I did. Did that thing check? And what might that thing be? A, a task for self-care. A task for family care. A task for work. A task for loved ones. The things that you don't write down, in, in my way of living, things that you don't write down often just don't happen. And so, like when I'm super busy, I literally write down drink water so that I remember to do it. What are those things, those personal care things that you know are important for self-preservation? Make sure you write those down too. But as you have the self-preservation things, I also think it is very important for you to include the dreams. This is Dream Leapers after all. What are the big dreams that you have? I don't want you to give up on those. We're at the beginning of the year. What are your big dreams? Is there one? Is there one big dream that you, if you could do this one thing this year, what would that one thing be? It can be big. This time it can be big because you write down the big picture, the dream, and then you figure out the steps to manifest in the dream. It's important to do both things. You, you know, meditation is very helpful for leading you inside to access the dream. And then, you know, the dream can scintillate inside of you. You feel it. Oh my gosh, yes. I want to do this thing. And then you write it down. But if that thing is a big thing, and I'm going to use this as an example, writing a book, because so many people want to write books. I write books. I have decided that I'm working on a new book right now. I wrote it down. I'm mapping out the outline as we speak and the plan of action to make it happen. Because without a plan of action, you don't even get to the point of not giving up. You just didn't even get started. Oh, it's a great idea. It needs to be concretized. When you make things concrete, then those little steps can happen. And so for me, it's working on it every day. I've told you this many times. If you have a dream and you want it to manifest it, you want it to manifest, work on it every single day, including weekends, preferably at least an hour a day. When you do that, something will come of your dream because you're working on it. You're focusing your energy on it. Break it down into small enough components so that you can see success along the way. You know, you need to do research. Are you going to do the research? How often are you going to work on it? Are you going to get help? Who is going to help you? How are you getting that help? Be specific. 
This is how you can avoid giving up because the more specific you are, the more capable you will be of accomplishing whatever you've told yourself you're going to do. When you're vague, you, you, what happens when you're vague is you sit there and go, oh, I have to do this, but how? How do I do this thing that I want to do? How do I do this great, big, fat idea that I know is worth doing? Unless you break it down into components that are concrete, that you can see, that you know how to execute, or that you can ask for support or help in executing, and then it won't get done. This is what is super important for you to understand. Part of when we have defeats is when we aren't specific enough. Now, we can still have them even when we are specific, but if you aren't specific enough, then you don't even know how to accomplish whatever that goal is in front of you. And then it's much easier to give up because you're just sort of in a quandary. I don't know what to do, but you're smart. So you actually do know what to do. You do know what to do. And if you give yourself time to do it, today, I'm going to do this one thing. This week, I'm going to do this one thing. I'm going to chip away at it every day. It makes it easier. If you say, this year, I'm going to write a book. If that's all you say, that book isn't getting written, folks. I'm sorry. You have to break it down into components that make it happen. Whether it's a book, whether it's to run a marathon, whether it is to take a vacation, whatever it might be, you have to commit to making it happen. You have to be willing to work on it even when it seems like there are too many distractions. When things happen and, oh, I haven't been able to focus on that because that suddenly got pushed to the back burner, bring it back to the front. Don't consider it a defeat if it got pushed to the back burner for a while. Just remember that it's there. In my list, there's a bit of a parking lot. The things that I, they have been there for a while, but they haven't been tended to, but they're still there, so I see them. And sometimes I put them up higher. Okay, now it's time to look at this one. Now it's time to address something that I wasn't able to address. So I told you about my injury. I wasn't able to literally do anything that meant that I had to lean over and pick something up off the floor. I wasn't physically able to do things that meant that I was standing up and down and squatting. So I had to focus on things that could be right in front of my computer. Now I can do way more things. And so I'm working on other things that are on my list that I can do because I have more dexterity today. What about you? What may have been an impediment that isn't anymore? Maybe you haven't noticed the impediment isn't there. What do you need to focus on so that you're not giving up? So that you hold the vision for yourself, for your life that is so dear to you, that you can create small victories and win for yourself. You know, I've mentioned my friend Sekou, who is a runner, and he has suffered two strokes, and I'm saying, because he talks about it a lot. 
And he, even with really the knockdown of that, he decided he's still running. And he has run two marathons, two New York City marathons since having these strokes. Why? He said, because if he has the big goal, it'll help him with the little victories. So I ask you, what's your big goal? What's your big dream? Write it down. And then what are the small victories that you can put in place, the steps to get you to the goal? And if you get derailed, don't give up. Don't give up. Keep getting back up when something happens. Keep pushing forward. If you do it after a week, after a month, after a quarter, you will see progress. And you will be so proud of yourself. So I want you to think about it. What's the big dream? What's the big dream for this year for you? And big doesn't have to be write a book, buy a house. It could just be something that's important for you. It's big in your spirit, in your psyche. Whatever it is, commit to it. Don't give up. Give yourself the gift of commitment to yourself because you're worth it. So good to be with you always. Until next time, have a great day and make it count. Namaste.